Hello everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. So, um, yesterday I took a drive down to the northern side of Charlotte and went to do, um, went to a store down there and then I went to the big mall. It's a big mall there at it's called North Lake Mall at Lake Norman. And you know, I had I just needed to get out and change the scenery and felt the need to go. And as always, as always, if you look back, I didn't feel the need to go. God felt the need for me to go. So... He put that urge in my heart, right? So, I drove a couple hours and went down there. <clears throat> I went to this, went to a restaurant. Got a little different food than what we have around here. And and then I went to the store I wanted to go to and chatted there for a minute. And then I went over to the mall And I'm rather apprehensive about big cities and people and fast-paced life. That's why I moved to the mountains, the crowds. And I stood there outside, taking a few minutes, enjoying the warm before I went inside and I watched this woman drive up in her car. She gets out and looks at her car like she was inspecting it for some damage. Then she come walking by, walking into me, and she was, you know, she was probably my age or older. And I spoke to her about how nice and warm it was compared to a week ago and well, there went the conversation. And we stood there for a couple of minutes chatting. And uh, then she went on in. And then I came in. And then I go to walking around. And I see a lot of different people in that mall that I don't see where I live. And a lot of different attitudes and the atmosphere is different. Of course, like I said, I go in with a guarded heart, right? Kind of on the defensive. And I go to a shoe store to look at the shoes, and I see the girl at the register. She's got long dreadlocks and tattoos all over her arms. Oh, here I go, right? Start talking about tattoos. 
Well, I guess that's where I was supposed to be on Monday. Because we had a long, good talk about depression and faith and tattoos. And there was no cultural barriers. Just two people talking about God. So then I started walking around the mall some more. <clears throat> and I saw three little children walking with their little winter coats on. They were so cute, bundled up. Just happily little kids. I don't know. Maybe three and four and five. I, three of them, and they were just little tiny guys and a gal and just so cute. Oblivious to the world around them. And I assume it was their dad, another gentleman, uh, with dreads and tattoo on the side of his neck. And I was walking by and one of the kids just wandered out in front of me, and he called him back. And I said, it's okay. You know, we're all little people here. It's okay. They're kids. They're not bothering me. And he laughed, and all the little kids said, hey, hey, hey. And I said, hey, how y'all doing? And, and then he said, happy holidays, and all three of those little kids, like little birds chirping in the nest, happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays. And they just kept saying it. And I said it back, and we kept saying it back, and saying it back. And it was just the cutest, precious little moment. And you know, the title of this podcast is A Kind Heart. You know, we're supposed to guard our hearts. I mean, we're not supposed to be blindly walking around the world, oblivious to everything, saying, you know, God's going to protect me from everything. Because, no, he gives us common sense. I mean, we dress in the mornings, right? He doesn't dress you when you wake up. You, you find your meals, you shower, you you drive with your eyes open. You guard yourselves of, of where you go and the places you get into. But we're still supposed to have a kind heart. You can't you can have both. You can you can be safe and you can still have the Lord with you. He he guides us in our conscience. Tells you things not to do, not to say, though a lot of people don't listen to the latter or the former. 
Um, but we're supposed to have a kind heart. Regardless of the color of the skin or the place we are or the f- mood we're in that day, we're supposed to have a kind heart. So I looked up some verses, you know, uh, sitting here reading and wondering what I was going to talk about. And I found a few good ones. Um, Zechariah 7, 9 through 10, he says, Execute true justice. Show mercy and compassion, everyone to his brother. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor. Let none of you plan evil in his heart against his brother. That that sums up a lot right there. I mean... Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor. And let none of you plan evil in his heart against his brother. You know, that Charlotte traffic is pretty crazy down there. And I pulled out and crossed over and almost got head on into the wrong lane. And the guy blew the horn at me and he stopped me. I corrected myself. We waved. Life rolls on. You know, it's... It's not that hard to do. Um... I don't know why so many people are so hard, evil, uh, thinking bad, doing bad. Like I said, military's taught me and my life has taught me, you know, don't put your hand in the fire. Don't, Don't step out in front of the traffic in the street, you know. Don't drink poison. Uh, we've got all kinds of things in life that we learn as we go. But we should have a kind heart. Doesn't mean we can't have a kind heart. Proverbs 21, 21. He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness, and honor. You know, if it's you reap what you sow. If you follow righteousness and mercy, you will find life, righteousness, and honor. Why is that so hard for many people? Why do people... Why are some people just wake up in the morning like angry elves, you know? I mean, some people are just angry at the world. And I understand 
people go through things in life. I've gone through some things in life, but I've never, ever been one of those angry, angry people. Micah 6.8 says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? You know, that latter thing, to walk humbly with your God, I think a lot of people are struggling with that because they don't do justly and they don't show mercy. So they have anger in their heart and bitterness. And when you cross them, well, then that just makes them even matter. You know, the article I was reading said, kindness is taught. And it's true. Kindness is taught, and it can be taught through experience. It can be taught through example. You know, my daughter and I were talking today, and she said her mother was fussing at her. This is my ex-wife now, and she was fussing at her and chewing her out about her life. And She said, you're just like your dad. He has anger issues. And my daughter says, well, it's funny. The only thing that I remember is growing up was you doing all the yelling. You see, my daughter has learned from her mother's example, and she's not wanting to repeat that in her life. She doesn't like the toxic in her life. And that's what we have to do. We have to learn. We should be better teachers through patience and wisdom and not be teaching through a bad example like that. We should be teaching through a loving example. We should show a kind heart. You know, I've always told my kids when they were growing up, you know, if they were studying for a test, I said, study. You come home with a, a D or a failing grade. If you studied, I'm okay with that. Then we need to work on something. But if you don't study, then then there's the problem. You know, if you're doing sports and you give it your best and you fall on your face, well, that's all I want is to give it your best. I don't want perfection. I want your best. That's all I ask of anybody that was ever worked for me. Just give me your best. You can't get it right, let's work on it. But just give me your best. As far as it being taught, it says Proverbs 31, uh, 10. Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. And then go over to verse 26. 
She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. And how about that? But you know, some people are slow learners, hard learners. You get a lot of people in churches and preachers and especially preachers. They talk about, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't lift the hand, you should, you should always turn the other cheek. Yes, Jesus says to turn the other cheek. But don't take that one verse out of context. You've got to show a kind heart. But if your family is in trouble or a, or a stranger's in trouble and you have to intervene, do it. It's not the end of the world. You know, the Old Testament was full of examples of Israelites fighting and killing people and taking over lands. People who hadn't done anything other than not being Israelites. Um, but Jesus gives us an example. And a lot of people don't pick up on it in these verses. You know, he, he tells us to be a witness to people and he tells us to spread the gospel and we're to have a kind heart. But we're not to be lambs led to slaughter. And I'll give you an example. It's in Luke 22, starting at 35. And he said to them, when I send you without when I sent you without money bag knapsack and sandals did you lack anything and they said nothing then he said to them but now he who has a money bag let him take it and likewise a knapsack and he who has no sword let him sell his garment and buy one why did he tell them to buy a sword if they didn't need a sword. Sword is only for one thing. I mean, render that in today's situation. Um, he who has no gun, let him sell his garment and buy, buy one. He who has no way to defend himself, let him buy a weapon. However you want to interpret it, he was telling them, they were to go out and to be witnesses and lights into the world. But they were not to die without defending themselves. And that's just it with a kind heart, people. We have to have a kind heart. We should go into things with a kind heart. An open mind. A kind heart. But yet be ready to defend ourselves. We're not to just blindly walk into things and lay down our lives. What kind of witness are we going to be? So the next time you think that, well, Christians can't defend themselves, yes, they can. Or Christians can't defend themselves verbally or with a weapon, yes, they can. 
And maybe the opportunity will present itself that you can talk to somebody and teach them about the gospel. And about Luke 22.35. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. Um, and want to say hey to the people out in Ethiopia that are listening. We just picked up Ethiopia. So, man, my country list is growing. Uh, what am I up to now? 40-something countries around the world that are listening to this podcast. Thanks be to God, right? The power of modern electronics and internet and the word is heard all over the world. This is Pastor Chip. Be safe. God bless. And thanks for tuning in.